Sports. Sports Phone with Big Al is live on 1061 ESPN. saying is the oily boy gets to warm and we are the oily boys uh, we're on a little bit early today 759 that's kind of cool uh, you're listening to 1061 espn da, 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 da. there you have it i'm big al this is sports phone other side glass i'm struggling for a nickname alfred the bear uh, your name's not even alfred it's alan doesn't work I don't know. We'll we'll get there. We got to come up with something, Hoss. We did. Just doesn't work. Anyway, good morning. Good morning. How are you today, there, Alan? On the other side of the glass. I'm doing well. It's a lovely day. It's uh, it's good. Well, I'll tell you what. I think it's about 49 in my neck of the woods when I left this morning, which is not a bad temperature for November the 9th. And I think the high today is 80, 81, 82, something like that. So that's unusual. It's what we used to call an Indian summer. Uh, because it got below freezing last week, three days. I think we had a pair of 26s in the morning and a 29. Now we're getting back up to 80. <coughs> so there you have it. I don't know if that's politically incorrect, but uh, what do you call it, first American summer? I don't know. Anyway, Indian summer is what it was called, and there you have that. Anyway, we're here until 10 o'clock to talk sports. Kristen Lures will join us moment at any moment. <laughs> She's already with us, huh? All right, good. That's the earlier the better. The oily boy gets to warm, as I said. And uh, let us introduce the one and only, the lovely and talented queen of traffic in Central Virginia. <laughs> yeah, that would be Kristen Lures. Good morning, young lady. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy Thursday to you. How's everyone doing? Yeah, I think we're well. We're still casting shadows, so that's a good news thing there. So that works for me. How are you doing? You're the one that had a you're the one that had a baby back in July. <laughs> I'm not capable, you know. I, you know, I, you know, all this talk about well, men having babies, right? Well, okay, maybe on Mars or maybe somewhere in another universe, way out there, but not on Earth. But do go on. Uh, everything is good. Everything is good. And good. I do have some great help. So already uh, very helpful, right? Right? Uh, and that makes a big difference. So less on me and, and more on him during the morning for right now while I'm here and he's there. Uh, but we're good. You know, sleep is hard to come by, of course. But we're yeah, making it. One yeah. day at a time. You know that first year's tough. Oh, yeah. So he's, yeah, he's three months and almost about a half, I guess. Three and a half months, right? You're exactly right. Yeah, yes. yep. and Artie's helping out. Well, that's good news. That's of course, good. that's good because I mean, yeah, babies can be tough. Woo, man. Yes, I couldn't do it without him. That's for sure. I remember my two. Mine were about uh, fourteen and a half months apart, and one mm-hmm. started crying in the middle of the night. The other one would wake up and start crying. Then you're on. Mm-hmm. Di- then you're on diaper patrol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
so much, isn't it? It's just so lovely. <laughs> I don't have any nice clothes. As soon as I get home, it's a messy bun and pajamas. <laughs> I'm going to have something on me throughout the entire day. <laughs> you, what, what, you can have. You, you mean like like a kid throwing up or something like that? Yeah, yeah spit up, drool, yeah. food. <laughs> True. You name it. Yeah, it's there. Well, well, as you know, you've been through motherhood before with uh, Hennessy, mm-hmm. of course, who's now three years old, right? Yeah, Back you're so right. October 2nd? I got that. Is mm-hmm. it? Right, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, I hope that nothing had that lovely red dress you had on yesterday. That was a very pretty dress you had on, so... Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll watch when I can. I mean, we got a TV in the studio and try and keep an eye out for your updated traffic reports. And of course, we get them from you anyway on air. Anyway, let's talk about a little sports this morning. What do you yeah, th- what do you guys have going on? Uh, Another big weekend ahead. I'm loving it. Well, one thing I wanted to ask about and I started out with was um, you know, Tiger Woods will be 48 next month. The end of December will be 48. He had ankle wow. surgery back in April. And uh, he, his ankle's better. He says it's fine, doesn't hurt. But other parts of his leg, uh, other parts do hurt still. You remember he had that crash in 21 where he was very lucky that he didn't get killed. Yeah. Very lucky he didn't plow into someone coming, coming the other way. So that's all good news there. But he still has injuries he's paying for. And, and my question is... Uh, there's a tournament coming up in December. You know, it's not a. I guess it's a sanctioned sanctioned PGA tournament. But anyway, uh, do, you, do you think he'll ever win another tournament? I mean, from from the the bottom of the rack to the Masters or the U.S. Open or British. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think he'll ever win anything again? Anything? Yes. <sighs> Masters. British Open. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if he will be in contention to pull that off again. But hey, we've seen crazier things from Tiger Woods, so yes. I wouldn't completely write him off. But yeah, you know, it, it sounds like he's enjoying his time right now with his son. He yeah. says, you know, he's walked, he's walked a couple courses. Thank goodness that they were flat. So exercise, of course, helps. But yeah, I'm sure things are still hurting, still aching. He's just had so many problems and a few surgeries to go along with that that are going to make it tough for him to play. But, hey, we might see him here on the Tour Champions, and I think that he'll be able to pull out a win yeah. with that. I mean, look at Phil. He well, he wasn't hurt by any means, but he you know joined the Tour Champions, came out here, and won one of his first yeah. tournaments that he played in. So maybe we could see something like that from yeah. Tiger. And, and, Wood, and that was just, Mickelson won a major uh, at 50, almost 51, I think it was. It might have been even 51 when he won one, which broke the record that uh, the Bear, Jack Nicholson, set back in 86 when he was 46 and won the Masters. So, yeah, I mean, athletes have a, a pool res- a reserve, a pool to pull from uh, between physical ability and concentration, focus, and the mental part of the game that it takes to win, whichever you're playing, in this case, of course, golf, whether it's tennis with Djokovic or someone like that. Um, and, of course, uh, <laughs> Yogi Berra said, half the game is 90% mental. <laughs> yeah, and that's where Tiger Woods comes in because he can really hone in on that. Yes, he can. He's very, he's always very focused. He wasn't, he wasn't doing the howdy doody thing like Mickelson did, you know, high five and everybody as he went down the course. He would look straight ahead and walk down the course. So we'll see. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if Tiger Woods can win another tournament. I kind of lean towards no, just because the injuries uh, stack up on you. And there's that old saying about two things can ruin a golf career. You know what they are? 
What is it? A bad back and a bad marriage. Oh, he's got both. He's got both. (laughs) Or he did. He did. We're way past that now. Yeah, exactly. He has one out of two. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's the distant past. And, yes, he... um, the bad back can do it, and so hopefully he'll be okay. And we'll see if he can get back out there. But I'm, I'm kind of dubious. But every time I've said, I don't think he's going to win anything, uh, he shows up and wins something. But we'll see. Age is catching up with him. Time and tide. Wait for no man, right? Yeah, and I feel like he still has a lot of support. I mean, when you go out to a tournament, and if Woods is playing, I mean, he has the most supporters behind him. So people are definitely rallying behind him to help win the tournament. Oh, no. Well, it's still, I mean, yeah, Tiger can go out to a bubblegum machine at the mall and he'll get applauded. So, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete Rose. You know Pete Rose. You're a baseball fan. Oh, You're a St. Louis yeah, Cardinal fan. Yeah. He grew up in history. Uh, but Pete Rose, you know you know the story there. And Gambling is now available in some stadiums, even as games are going on. Yeah. So, should the MLB, in your opinion, reinstate Rose's eligibility for the Hall of Fame? That doesn't mean he'll get in because sports writers right. can be a little... Right. A little I don't know the right way. I know a word, but I don't want to use it on the air. And uh, they can be just a little you know, high, high and mighty. I don't know. I'll give you the high hat. And, okay. You know, so they may, I, think, I think I'm understanding what you're uh, saying. Yeah. yeah. They may not vote him in just because they think he doesn't deserve to go in. But now you got gambling everywhere. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This has been the debate. I feel like that we started just just me and you personally back when I first started on the show. Yeah. But, of course, a debate that you've seen for so many years. So part of me says yes, part of me says no. In short, I would say yes. I do feel like we forgive, you know, other people. Look at uh, politicians if they huh. just own it. <laughs> yeah. That's part of it. Own it and apologize for it, and then we can move past it. And then just like you said, just because he's on the list doesn't mean that he will get in. But at least he would be on the list. He was, in all facets, a fabulous baseball player. So he has the statistics to Mm. make it into the Hall of Fame. But he broke one of the major rules that you can't come back from. But what about the other rules? Steroid rules, uh, character and integrity. There's plenty other Hall of Famers that... You know, we're known for partying, and what, Ty Cobb beat up a handicapped man. <laughs> so, right? Yeah, right? So this yeah. all goes back to that. I do think it was kind of a bad look that, was it January 1, at 80, was it 80 or 81 years old at the time, and he placed the first bet once this became legal. So that probably didn't look so good no. to say that he was still betting, sports betting. But... He is in the Cincinnati Hall of Fame. They've retired his jersey. I mean, the list goes on and on, how many awards and accolades that he has. So, in short, I would say yes. But, again, I'm still on the no yes list. I think it was 89 when uh, Bart Giamonte banned him from baseball. And then Mm. Giamonte died about two months later, a month later. It's like, whoa, (laughs) pressure got to him, I guess. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'd like to see him. It's been long enough. I mean, what, uh, 34 years almost. Or 34 years, definitely. Uh, you know, everybody does their time and, and, and you, know, you get out. And, and yeah. I just see him as uh, he's done his time. And now he broke the, the, the cardinal rule of baseball. Every locker room has it. Don't bet on baseball. Don't bet on games. But as he served his time, and now with the prevalence uh, everywhere uh, of gambling, and how many, how many gambling, you watch a football game, how many gambling ads do you see? 
You know, it, it's just there's so much of that now uh, that it, it's it's just you know you can go into a stadium and bet while the game's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, so I, I think he deserves a chance. That doesn't mean he'll get in because right. uh, sports writers have a long memory. It's <laughs> the goes. And, and you're wondering if this is what's going to happen. Right now we keep saying, no, he's permanently ineligible to be on this list. As soon as Pete Rose passes away, we'll all be like, absolutely, put him in the Hall of Fame. Let's all vote him in. Well, That's usually you, how it happens when someone passes away. Yeah, you're, you're on to something there, and he'll never get into the Hall of Fame while he's alive, some say, and that's probably the case, like you're saying, and uh, accurately, I believe, and that uh, when he gets – yeah, when he dies, they'll say, "Okay, let's see what he wants. Yeah. What we want to do let's with him? Let's honor him, yeah. right? Let's honor him. Let's send him a tribute. Here's to his, him and his family, right? Yeah. And by then, it's too late for him to know that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, he is the all-time hit leader. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. question about that. You kind of like to see him get in. Anyway, you have time for one more. All right, yeah, let's hear it. All right, UVA is playing at okay. Louisville tonight on the gridiron. And, of course, the Cardinals last weekend tattooed the Hokies from Virginia Tech. The final there, it was 34-3. to I might be mistaken, but I remember looking at it, and it was 34-3. UVA lost at home last week to the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech, 45-17. Well, this game be as ugly as dot, dot, dot. (laughs) How bad? How bad? Don't even say it. I'm not. Don't say it. Don't make me answer it. I'm not going to. That's between you and me. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, it's a joke. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a joke anyway. It's an ugly game. Yeah, it's an ugly game. <laughs> how, how ugly will it be uh, okay. for UVA? Or will they will they rise up and give Louisville a good game? I mean, they've only lost one, and that was a banana peel game at Pittsburgh. Otherwise, other than that, Louisville's unbeaten, unto, you know, and that type of thing. 11, or no, they're not 11 zip, they're 9 and zip. But how ugly could this be for Virginia? Um, not not comparing it to a person, but maybe a, a, a scale of one to ten. How ugly yeah. could it be? How's that? Yeah. yeah. Did you say they're not? Are, what, what are they ranked in the country? Are they number eleven? Yeah, I think you're absolutely country, right about that. Had... Yes, yes, yes. You you nailed it. T- touch them all. You hit them all. You hit home run. For, okay. And they're right eight on. and one. Yeah, so, eight and one. So yes. we'll go ahead and say out of ugliness, it'll be an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go ahead and match the ranking. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Before we get into that, I'm not sure if you caught CBS Evening News last night with Nora O'Donnell, and they did a special on the UVA kicker, the 40-year-old, 34-year-old Ganyard. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I was out yeah. milking the cows at the time. I know, it gets darker earlier. Isn't that <laughs> so cool, though? 34 years old, and he, uh, he I think he graduates soon with his master's, his MBA soon. And uh, he had a couple years of eligibility, so he's one of the older players to play college football. He has a wife and two kids, and he was yeah. serving in the military, and he wanted to be a fighter pilot, came back, still had eligibility. So good on him. I thought that that was that? really cool. So if you're yeah. watching UVA tonight, you'll be able to see the kicker. Now you know a little bit of his background. But, yes, I think it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, I think it might get ugly, but you know, Virginia. I don't know. I don't know if Musk is playing or not. He got hurt last week, and, right. and he was playing well in that game when he got hurt. And uh, Calandria uh, just didn't have that magic he had early in the season. Maybe getting thrown in there, he wasn't ready. But uh, to, if, if he starts, he'll know it, and he maybe get back and have some of that magic he twirled early in the season. And that'd be fun to watch. And Virginia give him a game and maybe an upset. They beat Carolina. Carolina. They they took Miami to overtime in a game they could have won down there. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. 
it'll be a nice surprise. Yes, ma'am. So if they it, can pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. All right. I guess that's about it for today. Keeping you a long time. Right. You've got to get back to work. I apologize for keeping you so long. No problem. Glad we could chat this week. Yes, indeed. You take care and take care of them little bambinos. Until I will, you guys. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, you guys have a great weekend. You do the same. Tell Artie hello for me. I will do that. All right. Take care. Kristen Lourdes, thank you, young lady. The queen of traffic, lovely and talented, one and only Kristen Lures, right with us on Thursdays. Talking a little sports. Stay with us. We shall return right after this on 1061 ESPN. Stay with us. In their final home game of the season. Our coverage of this critical CAA clash begins Saturday afternoon at 1.30. Ahead of a 2 o'clock kick. Here on your exclusive home for the Richmond Spiders. 1061 ESPN Richmond. Traffic reports on one. Is this Pat Benatar? I can't tell you who it is. I Looks like it on it. my screen over here. You know, she uh, she made her bones here in Richmond years ago. And she played in different uh, bars around town back in the day. Pat Benatar did. How about them apples? You probably don't know who she is, do you? Not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to watch MTV reruns from the 80s. <laughs> You'll see it then. All right, David is in here. Uh, David is the... Uh, Dave is the uh, program director for all these stations you have no here. Idea, right? I'm sorry. You have no idea what I do, do you? <laughs> he just yeah, knows well, I'm I don't boss. know what you do. Is it, you're the period. Well, I know you're program director, but you, what do you do? You have other jobs, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, multifaceted. But I, I, look, I was passing by the studio, yeah. and there's two things. Well, I love a lot of things about Big Al. Oh. I mean, everyone loves Big Al. No, no. But, there is the Big but, Al Haters but, Club but out one there. One thing is, is that. He, he's always surprised when I'm listening. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, at least I appreciate listening. it. Thank you. <laughs> Kristen Lures listens. She uh, t- will text me so, you know, sometimes and say she's listening. So, well, the other home. thing is, is that you can take a Yogi Berra quote and mess it up <laughs> even worse. <laughs> I know. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I do know a number of them. I always mess the one up that I said earlier to Kristen. Uh-huh. I, do, I can say, like, you know, when you, we wrote, Yogi said, when you get to a fork in the road, take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it ain't over till the fat lady sings and right. all that kind of. But this one, I continually butcher uh and i think you've improved it to me because i didn't believe you but go ahead and we just did this like you know three months ago we had this conversation <laughs> you told me that baseball baseball is 90 percent mental the, the other, other half is physical <laughs> i know what i gotta write that down because I, I mean I, I can screw up a ham sandwich sometimes <laughs> you know that that happens i mean you know you just, just to be sure i was looking up other quotes from him if uh, yeah. like uh, if you don't know where you are going you might end up someplace else <laughs> how about this <laughs> excuse me how about this one uh nobody goes there anymore it's too it's crowded, too crowded. Yeah, that's yeah that's a good one yeah a lot of them they're great <laughs> so that's yeah if you don't yeah, like if you don't know where you're going you might end up some other place you can observe a lot just by watching <laughs> An American treasure. How do you go wrong with that? Hey, let me ask you a question. Okay. Washington is all-time record playing in Seattle. They're playing there this week. It's 7-1. Uh-huh. They're playing there. Are they going to win this weekend at Seattle? There's seven wins, only one loss, and the times they've been out there eight times to play in the regular season, they've won seven of eight. Right. Are they going to win? Um, I don't want to come across as an expert here. Okay. I'm not a big fan of hockey, so I'm talking. 
<laughs> I'm listening to you. Are oh, you talking about the Caps playing the Kraken out there? Okay, go ahead. No, I, I have no idea. Now, we're the home of the Cowboys. We will have this game on Sunday, 425 start. The Bovine Cartel. I never thought I'd say the Bovine Cartel are on <laughs> our station. Oh, to humanity. The Bovine Cartel. Listen, uh, we did research on this. There are more Cowboys no, fans no, around here. No, please, I'm, I, I will. I will put fans. my. No, can't be. I'm gonna put my cans right data. there and walk out and be I'm, done. I'm a nerd. I, I look at spreadsheets. <laughs> this is the stuff I look at. You're Same thing with nerd. the Braves. Why do we? You know, well, the, the Braves, Braves. Yeah, we should have no. them on. Absolutely. But uh, I don't believe there are more bovines than uh, former mule skinners here in town. Well, maybe, maybe just a lot of Commanders fans didn't admit to it. That's a real possibility. The uh, bovine cartel playing the Giants with a third-string quarterback. Don't they're, look they're at fa- me expecting a, a response. They're favored <laughs> by 16 and a half. And one prognosticator I have in front of me has, has the bovine cartel winning 31 to 10. And oh, by the way, the same man has the, uh, somebody called them the red manders. I call them the salamanders, whatever you want to call them. I hope they change the name this offseason. It'll probably be another year from now because Commanders is absolutely the stupidest n- yeah. name in, fo- in football. Anyway, he has the Seahawks beating them 26 23. So there you go. What would Yogi say about that? <laughs> His son was in my bar one time. Uh, it was kind of cool. Let's see. He had a quote. Uh, it gets early. No, it gets late early. Yeah, I if you think it's <laughs> late <laughs> early. I've, I've even used that before. So it's a time zone difference. Uh, so that's it. So, yeah, good weekend. No more baseball. Good weekend of football coming up. I know we have some college football. And the Spiders are playing at home versus mm-hmm. Elon. Uh, Bob Black at the mic. So we'll, uh, we'll have that on on Saturday. And we'll probably have another game Saturday as well uh, after, I'm guessing. Because uh, play-by-play supersedes talk all the time. So we shall see what we shall see. Uh, it'll be, be fun. A good to, weekend. It'll be a good weekend. It'll be a good all weekend. Right. All right. So, again, give it to me again. 90% of the game is half mental. <laughs> is that it? Baseball is 90% mental. The yeah. other half is physical. Physical. <laughs> I will try to remember that. Right, I've got to believe how you get all mental right. blocks, right? You, do you have mental blocks? Yes. Yeah, that's one. That's one of my many. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you, big Al. All right, the hoss, and we're here until ten o'clock talking sports. We'll take a pause coming up in just a few minutes, and then we will uh, have Mike London on, the head coach of the William and Mary Tribe. Uh, they took it on the chin at Albany. Uh, they're going to play Hampton this weekend and then wrap up with William & Mary. Well, William & Mary will wrap up with Richmond coming down, going down to the reservation uh, in uh, Williamsburg to play the Tribe. So, yeah, it's been, I think, in a word you'd say about William & Mary football. They started 4 and other 5-4. And, and it coincides with their top-notch running back, Yoder, when he got injured. Now, is that the reason they've lost four of their last five? No, could it be part of the reason? Certainly, yeah. Oh, yeah he's good, fine running back. Emo's a good running back, although he was kept in check last weekend up at Albany. He had a, he had a, not a very good game. So anyway, it happens. 
It happens. So there you have it. All right. Uh, what uh, NHL's underway? NBA is underway. They're playing their in-season tournament. I'm not really keeping up with who's winning and what. You know, you can look at it, you can find it, and see who's doing the best. Uh, but um, you know, most teams in the NBA, uh, you got Golden State's already played eight games. That's ten percent of the schedule. And it's only November 9th. How about them apples? And then, of course, you've got all the other teams. Most of them played six, seven games, that type of thing. But Golden State, as best I can see, is leading the parade with eight games already in the back pocket. So there you have that. College football on Thursday night will be Virginia at UVA. And that's got to be on ESPN. And then, you know, a whole full docket of games on Saturday. Uh, JMU and UConn, for example, at Jamie. Let me ask you a question about that. I mean, yeah, there's stories on CBS.com, ESPN.com. Uh, you know, the, the president and the AD each have taken time to write letters, or maybe it's a joint letter to the NCAA, lobbying to get them into a bowl game. Uh, what do you think? Uh, you know, the rule is two years. And uh, I pull for all the teams in the state. You know that I like to see Old Dominion win their games. Richmond, uh, Madison, uh, Liberty, Virginia, Virginia Tech, all in there. And then you know, get down to Ralph Macon. That game coming up Saturday. And um, uh, I, yeah, I pulled for Macon. I went there for a year. So I went to Ithaca, and then I went to Macon, and then I quit college and went out west. I got to all business. To all business. <laughs> so anyway, bottom line is. Yeah, I like to follow them all, but yeah, I like JMU. And I, you know, a lot of people went there. A ton of people around Richmond area went to JMU. So my question is, should they be allowed in? What would I mean? What would you find? That's kind of not really a, a question in that sense because most everybody here would vote. Yeah, except those that don't like Madison. Uh, but most everybody would vote yes on something like that. But uh, do you think they should take what they signed for? And you know, see if they can get into a bowl game. It'd be it'd be a great thing, I think, for us. Uh, you know, they signed a document when Old Dominion uh, went one a f fbs, and so, you know, ODU had to take their medicine. They had to sit out two years. Couldn't play a conference title game. Couldn't play a, a bowl game if they were eligible. Now the only way that Madison will get in, there are forty-one bowls. If you have forty-one bowls, how many teams does that take to fill the bowl games? <laughs> I'll give you three seconds. Eighty-two teams, obviously. And so that being the case, you have to have eighty-two teams out of one hundred and thirty-three. One hundred and thirty-three. You, you've got to have. 82 of the teams that show up six and six or better because you have to be six and six to qualify for that. So you, you do the math, and we're going to do a pause here momentarily, and we have Coach London on. But if you take that 82 number and you divide it by the number of teams, that means about almost 62% of the teams have to have six and six regular or better. So you've got to have very few bad teams and a lot of teams that are from, you know, average to up to excellent, that kind of thing. So, if, and I read a number the other day, there are, I think 51 teams have gotten to six and six, if I'm not mistaken. So, they need another 31 in the next three weeks to qualify to get to six wins. So, we'll see how that plays out. But if there are not enough, then that being the case, Madison would qualify for a ball game. But if they, you know, they're 9 and 0 and they go 11 or 12 and 0, well, I mean, what do you think? Should they go? Should they be allowed? And they're not going to. The Sun Belt's not going to let them play in it, the title game. 
So anyway, it's just one of those interesting things. It's uh, you like to see uh, Madison with if they get to twelve and zero, and they probably should. Then you, it would be disappointing not disappointing not to see him in a bowl game. That's that's life. <laughs> Such is life, as the saying goes. All right, we'll take a pause. Coach Mike London of the William and Mary Tribe will join us at about eight thirty-five. Uh, not the best outing up at Albany last weekend against the. Uh, <laughs> it's called the they're called the Great Danes. But when we used to work with Matt Denardo from uh, Channel Eight, and he went there. I call them the Greyhounds, and he said, Ow, they're the Great Danes. Anyway, all in fun. Let's take a pause. We shall return, and Hob will be here at 9, talking a little football, among other things, here on 1061 ESPN. I'm going to you're listening to Sports Fun. Alan's on the other side of the glass. Give a call at 327-0888. Thank you for listening. Stay with us. To partly sunny skies today, it's going to be another warm one. Temperatures will spike up today. Into the low 80s, it's going to be a bit breezy at times as well. Mostly cloudy overnight tonight, low to mid 50s. Then for tomorrow, much colder with showers moving in and we'll have highs just into the low and mid 50s. And that's your forecast from CBS 6, the Weather Authority. I'm meteorologist Tom Patton. Have a great Thursday. Your home for the Dallas Cowboys all season is 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and Go. We are here live and talking sports, and we're going to do it until 10 o'clock. Coach Mike London, the Women Mary Tribe, kind enough to uh, join us this morning, as he does most every Thursday morning. And uh, Coach, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Big Al. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing, Good. doing well. You know, Good. just trying to trying to get it get it going here. Trying to trying to get guys that have. Uh, They've been on the mend, you know, this part of the season. Oof. Everybody's got injuries. Everybody's got, you know, pieces that you have to you, – you, you got to put together and fill in. But uh, that's the challenge of seasons. But, you know, everybody's going through it. So we are as well. And I'm yeah. um, looking forward to playing a, a game right down the road from here where we are, a away game over at Hampton University. Yes, going down to play the Hampton Pirates. So – Yes. Yeah, yes. that's uh, that's you know, you play y'all played them before before they joined the CAA before it was a conference game. Women Mary and Hampton would lock horns on occasion, would they not? Yeah, I believe this is this is the eighth or ninth time the schools would have played each other, and um, you know the back and forth of it. So, and now that Hampton's in the the CAA, I'm quite sure this will become kind of one of those you know the, the, those games that you'll play all the time because just because of the the proximity of how close both schools are, just like with Richmond, yeah. you know, those types of things. Yeah, good way to end the season uh, with Hampton and Richmond back-to-back. That's not a bad thing, I don't think. Uh, the, the, like you said, the proximity. Hampton not too far down, and Richmond right up the road. So there you have that. Uh, Albany was a tough game, Coach, plain and simple. Tough game for the uh, tribe up there in Albany, was it not? Yeah, yeah, Big Al. Um, at, you know, lost uh, – Nate Lynn, one of our best guys, was not cleared to play, so that was a that was a big loss on the day of the game. And then, literally, the first two or three plays lost its starting corner, and then uh, his backup corner, and then Malachi oh. couldn't couldn't play as well too. So it was, you know, but like I said, everybody has the injuries that you have to deal with. But 
you know, when you have significant guys that have made significant contributions, you got to find a way. And um, looking back, there were about three plays in the game that you know that kind of took uh, you know took took the turn to where they had a chance to, to win the game, and and one of them was getting down on the one yard line, not being able to score a touchdown, uh. and the other one was a. Uh, we're coming out of our, ends, uh, our red zone area there, and uh, um, unfortunately, throw, try to throw a screen. They got an athletic uh, player that catches the screen from, for the ball from Darius and runs it back for a touchdown. That's 14 points right there that, you know, the back and forth of the rest of the game is, is what college football games are about. So, you know, they executed. Uh, that's they're they're a very 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 good football team, and um, yeah. you know, and then I'm quite sure they'll be they'll be playing you know beyond the season. But you know what? We 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 were we had opportunities in some points of the game to to make it highly competitive. But you know they they won, uh, we didn't, and now we now now we're focusing on Hampton University and an opportunity with a, with a win to have another winning season, first time in in several years in terms of you know back to back to back winning seasons. And and the goal is to just take it one game at a time, win this game, be highly competitive, even though it's on the road, it's at their place. Mm-hmm. And just worry about what's in front of us, and um, you know, and keep on moving. Well, it, it, Hampton is, uh, I think, three and three, three and four in the conference. Coach, my, I'm flying. Yeah, they, they, yeah, go yeah. ahead, go they, ahead. No, they, they're, they, they. Uh, I tell you what, they are. They're, I think that the they have the running back that's one of the you know top running backs in the CAA. Um, I mean, they may be you know uh, as far as running the ball, one of the one of the most productive teams. In the CAA, you know, so uh, that's that, that's that's significant. They have a significant runner, um, two runners, two two running backs that is good that are good, and and their quarterback is like, you know, the, the read game where you know you, you read whether you're going to get the ball, or you pull it, and you and you run with it. He's the kind of quarterback that will try to run you over if you try to tackle him. You know, um, <laughs> that kind of player. But uh, uh, no no fear, you know, no fear. So Robert Prunty's put a. A really good team together um, down there, and yeah. you know we we, we got to play well. Well, yeah, it's, uh, I was getting some information on Hampton, and in my my computer, I'm flying blind, coach, right now. I apologize, my, my computer is just uh, uh, not doing anything. It's it's got all kinds of junk on there. Anyway, you don't need to hear all that. You've we've all got we all have challenges at different times. Um, it, sure. It's been it's. I mean, you started forward zip, and it's been a little bit of a. a, a, a Rough road here the last uh, five games, and you've got like like you say you've got two games left. Uh, you know, if you get a couple wins, you'll finish seven and four, and and that like you say the two winning seasons in a row after last year, and uh, it's it's been a little bit of a struggle of late, and uh, you know it's like you say injuries catch up with you. And like I said, you were talking earlier about losing a cornerback, and of course uh, Yoder's been out for five games now, I believe has he not, Coach? Yeah, it's it's been a while, and you know it's you know it's just one of those things that you know you you have to travel through adversity and and how you overcome those things and life lessons are taught, but you know when you're when it's tough, you know you, you learn the life lesson of now, and then it becomes you 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 understand the meaning of it later on. But um, you know we 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 are at that at that point, and we got to find a way to just uh, you know just be more resolved and and you know next man up mentality as we've all talked about. Mm-hmm. And then go on from there for sure. Uh, well, I, I did notice looking at the stat sheet that Emo did not have his typical game because you know he can go out and get 70, 80, 90, 100, 110, 120 yards. 
uh, depending on the situation, how much you're running the ball. But I, I did notice that he only had 23 yards on six carries. Uh, tell us about the injury he sustained, Coach. Yeah, it's it's a lower, you know, sprained ankle, lower body injury, and you know, um, it, it, it's unfortunate. He is one of our actually one of our key guys. You know, particularly when Yoder went out, and we featured him a lot. But um, you know, he practiced yesterday, so cautiously optimistic. Nate Lynn practiced yesterday, so to have him back again, we're, we're optimistic. And uh, but there's some other guys that you know that have sustained injuries that you know that won't allow them to, to play the rest of the season. But like I said, every team in the country is going through those types mm-hmm. of things right now. And so we just got to find a way to, to add up more to the other teams that we're playing, and particularly Hampton, and then move on from there. Uh, it's, it's a time of year where every team, it seems, uh, you're going to have pe- players that are hurt, you have players that are injured. Injures, injured and injuries, and the, those that are injured actually can't play, and those that are hurt right. suit up and get out there and man up and play, don't they? Big Al, when you were playing for the Green Bay Packers, I know that you still got knee injuries that, that, uh, <laughs> that hurt and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, even, you know even, even be playing for the Spiders back in the day with Jim Tate and then Dal Sheely, they're still like uh, I still got a limp going on, you know. So I mean, it is what it is. I'm, you're grateful. You're grateful that you, we're still here. Um, yeah. In fact, yes. this Saturday, Veterans Day. You know, you know the story about my pops and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a way to honor all men and women in the uniform. Yes, particularly in the days that we're living in now, and but also reminisce back on people that uh, that served our country. So mm-hmm. a lot of things that go on. Feel very fortunate to, to you know to be able to, to celebrate uh, Veterans Day, but uh, but also love what you're doing and try to love the people that you're with. And then you know life is has adversity, and you, and you got to got to deal with it and overcome it and keep on moving. So that's what we're trying to get done back down here, Big Al. But but we love the challenges and, and things that are going on for this program. Well, you've you've elevated the program down there in the last few years, and of course last year you with the uh, ranked as high as you were and. Uh, winning the game and and then uh, getting ambushed. I think was it in Montana or was it the Dakotas? <laughs> I can't recall. It wasn't. It wasn't your. It wasn't the best game of the William Mary had last year, was it? <laughs> no, you just got. You got to learn how to play on the ice rink. You know, when you're, you know, with cleats. That's all right. But but you know, like you said, you're thankful for those opportunities. Yes. The highs. You can't let the highs get you too high and the lows get you too low. You know. So, um, and that's that's part of the process of. Of just moving on and, and, and having a mindset of like you know so what now what yeah. and so here we go you know well you know you've you've been through a lot and uh, in certain situations here in, here in Richmond and in other places as well but uh, you know you've got the right outlook on life and it is Veterans Day on Saturday I believe tomorrow will be celebrated in and uh, that uh, pro- I think there's no mail and some things like that and I need to honor veterans I very much admire those that have served for us and uh, the fact is if you see a veteran shake his paw and tell him or her you know happy Veterans Day Day and thank you for what you've definitely. done. So, uh, yes, definitely. I'm sure there'll be a mo- moment of silence down at Hampton. Did you say I played for the Green Bay Packers or were you talking about yourself? 
No, I was talking about you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, once the temperature got down about 15, that's the day I quit. I ain't playing up here anymore. <laughs> so, no. Oh, I, 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 listen, <laughs> my, my feet are very slow. <laughs> the, you know, from my brain to my feet, doesn't work very well. And so I don't think I wouldn't even make it as a water boy because I couldn't get out there fast enough to get him the, the water during the break. <laughs> so, uh, well, you're, you're, you got quick, you're, you're quick twitch. You got twitch muscles and things like that and, <laughs> and, and you're, you're you're verbally eloquent how you handle yourself on the radio and stuff uh, like that so yeah you know. well, you're too kind uh, i i yeah, had uh, distemper when i was a, a kid so you're like a dog so i got a twitch yes <laughs> <laughs> well good luck against the hampton uh, pirates on Saturday, and yes, I hate to pull against other schools in the in the in the Commonwealth and the state, but I'll be pulling for women marriage, you know, and hope you get a win down there, and oh, you you know, get a win, you will get a win, and and uh, I, I, you know, always pulling for you, Coach. You uh, always you always enjoy having you on and talking with you. Always learn something, and of course, uh, run to the roar. You know, that's absolutely that, one I've never forgotten. So uh, thank you for that. Absolutely. Have a great Thank weekend. You, yes, sir. Take care. Uh, you have a great day and blessings to your listening audience. Take care. See you. Thank you, sir. Coach Mike London, head coach of the uh, of the Women Mary Tribe. And, yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm flying the plane a little little blind right now. Maybe Alan can uh, take a look at this and figure it out for me. But it's uh, it's not allowing me. I, well, anyway. Y'all don't want to hear that. I'll tell you what, we have uh, 8.48. We'll take a pause. 9 o'clock, Habanero, Habo, Jim Hobgood will be here. Brought to you by Schilling and Esposito, personal attorney, personal injury attorneys. Good guys, too, uh, Schilling and Esposito, really good guys. And uh, when you call the air, you, you, you can talk to a lawyer, meaning Schilling or Espo, Esposito. So you don't talk to a uh, yeah, don't talk to a uh, assistant or a paralegal. You get the attorney. All right, stay with us. We'll take a pause right here. 1061 ESPN. This is Sports Run on Big Al. Allen on the other side of the glass. The number to call 327-0888. Stay with us. New York and Dallas in the NFC East Showdown. Last time, it was 40 to nothing. Well, that's not great marketing, but it's the Cowboys, so we all know it will be entertaining. So tune in this weekend on your home for the Cowboys in Richmond. 106.1 ESPN. Traffic reports on one... Here live and talking sports, and uh, Mr. Jim Hobgood has made his way in, and uh, pulling double duty for the next couple of weeks, and just basketball will be like a vacation for you. That's y'all. right. That's right. And you're sponsored by the fine law firm, as I mentioned earlier, of Schilling and Esposito, personal injury attorneys. And when you call there, it's 804-320-0950. You can talk to a lawyer. You're not going to get a paralegal. You're not going to get somebody that just fell out of a tree and... You know, says, "Hey, can I work here?" That type of thing. Now you can get you can get Shilling or Esposito. So give them a call again, eight zero four three two zero zero nine fifty. How are you today? You want the shades down? Or are you good? No, I'm well. Uh-huh. I'm well, and the uh, sunshine is is good. We may not have that too much longer. I uh, yeah. got up early, had to go to a meeting before I came oh, you here, did? and I'm coming from uh, Goochland, uh, so coming east, and the sunrise was spectacular because of the cloud formation. Yeah. 
so now you're getting a weather report in addition to sports. <laughs> it was a pretty sunrise this morning. The little light, little puffy clouds were pink and that kind of thing. So, but a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, I know we're, uh, you're about to the nine top of the hour break here, but we got the Hokies and the Hoos. I heard you talking to Kristen about the Virginia game. We can talk about that big game for the Hokies up at Chestnut Hill and. Uh, the college football playoffs are very much in the news. Yep. Uh, we can take a look at that. A big game, Michigan in Happy Valley this weekend against yeah. the Lions. Beaver Stadium, Happy Valley. Yes. There you go. It remains to be seen whether it will be happy this week, well, you know, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, Those Lions can pull an upset. And then if Michigan beats Ohio State, after if they lose, if they lose if they if they lose to Penn State, you got both of them have one loss. Yeah. I mean, what do you do then? Yeah, right now it looks like the Ohio State-Michigan uh, game will be a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Georgia-Alabama may be a playoff game. Yes, sir. Washington, if they stay undefeated. Uh, Florida State, if they stay undefeated. Although, we'll see. Louisville, if it gets into the title game, might be able to give the Knowles a contest. Well, you know, yeah. you know, who knows? And if Florida State loses, they're probably out. Yeah, I would think so. I got some schedules here for you. I'm glad you brought that up. We can go over that. The remaining schedules for Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, and Washington. The teams are uh, unbeaten. And we can touch on those. We course, Virginia tonight. Your alma mater is playing at Louisville. Uh, last week, the uh, the Cardinals, as you remember, dismantled the Hokies 34-3. And Virginia, when Musket went out, didn't play as well. Condelaria. Condelaria. I always I, I, I can pronounce it, I can hear it, but if I'm not looking at it, I, I butcher it somehow. But if 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 he had, he, he got thrown into the game and he used up his red shirt and he he didn't look quite as prepared and didn't have that magic he had in the beginning of the year right. last week against the Ramblin' Wreck. So now if 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 Musket can't play, which I don't know, I haven't really looked into it yet. You he, know, I just he, read something. Uh, he had supposedly a high ankle sprain, yeah. which usually is pretty debilitating. You know, that's a big word for me, by the way. You know, <laughs> but, but can you spell it? <laughs> Put in a but, sentence for me. But uh, they say he's day to day, so I, I guess it's tape it up and play. Uh, but you know, he maybe I think he's out of eligibility, so maybe he wants to play as many games as he can, yeah. which in Virginia's case is three to go. It's not like they're playing any games after Virginia Tech. So. Not unless it's inner squad. <laughs> um, you know what they say about these day-to-day. The rejoinder to that is, but then aren't we all? Well, that's true. Yeah. I'm hour to hour, if not minute to minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, what happens when you die? That's what I <laughs> What's may, going on out there? I may find out sooner than I wish. <laughs> don't, don't, don't yet, don't yet. Linda would, Linda would be very unhappy I know, about I gotta, that. I got to at least hang in for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, no dying on the air. Yeah, no dying on the air. That's against the rules. Don't watch me fall over. <laughs> you know, I'll do it. All right, we've got about twenty-five seconds top of the hour. We will return, of course, and spend at least a half an hour with Jim Hobgood in uh, Hobbo, of course, and if he'd like, he's welcome to stay until the close. That's his call. Contracted for a half an hour. Go ahead, call in with any questions, any subject. We'll handle them yeah. all. We may not give you the right answer, but we'll come up with an answer. <laughs> all right, stay with us. We're here live and talking sports. We're doing it for another hour right here on 106.1 ESPN. Stay with us. Jamie King, Big